This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Elizabeth Preston, episode 192, Coaching Examples, part two. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for barrier-breaking women who are ready to shed their good girl layers so they can own their power and live deeply fulfilling lives instead. I'm your host, Lindsay Elizabeth. I'm a leadership coach to women all over the world. And I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me and my guests as we challenge you to shed society's bullshit systems and beliefs to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you were meant to be. As you listen, trust your intuition to take what you love and leave the rest. The thoughts and perspectives I share on the show are my own with the lens of my lived experience as a privileged, white, cis, straight, able-bodied woman. And while that informs my experience and perspectives, I wholeheartedly believe living a deeply fulfilling life is possible to every woman. If I ever say anything harmful, I'm open to doing better and hearing your feedback. My goal is for you to leave this show feeling empowered, inspired, and ready to share this show with every woman you know so they too can create a life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hi there, my friend. Welcome to another episode of the show. If you missed last week's episode, then you missed me coaching people for the first time ever on the show. I am showing you a taste of what it's like to coach with me. You know, on the podcast, I'm often teaching, but you don't get to hear what it's like to actually work with me. So what I did is I reached out to my email list and I said, I'm looking for a small group of people to coach for free on the podcast. And I got four lovely ladies who volunteered themselves to do this. You heard two of those last week. If you listened, if you didn't, I encourage you to go listen there. But this week, you're going to hear two more. Okay. So the first person you're going to hear is Lisa. Lisa and I didn't know each other. It was a first time meeting and um, it was so fun to coach her. We coached her on her career and where she wanted to go next. She came to the session feeling a little confused and unsure about what to do. And within the 30 minutes we had together, she was able to gain some clarity and a lot of confidence about where to go next. Um, I'm just going to tease you on who's after Lisa. Her name is Mariah. Mariah is actually a coach and um, she obviously coaches people and she's been pretty established now for a few years. And I thought that session was interesting because you can hear the difference between those who haven't gotten coached before versus Mariah, who's been coached often. And you can see how she has her own insights faster. She's able to make faster shifts. And um, I just thought the, the difference was really cool. So I encourage you to stay for the whole episode to see the difference between Lisa and Mariah. Um, but today we're talking a lot about career with both of their sessions. So buckle up. You can learn a lot from them getting coached. All right, here they are. All right, I have Lisa here. Lisa and I have never met before, and um, it's our first time to coach together. So thanks, Lisa, for being a guinea pig on this. You're welcome. 
Okay, so what do you want coaching on today? <laughs> I was hoping you would help me with that, actually. Okay. Oh, I love it yeah. when people have me help. Okay. <laughs> um, so you have no idea what you want to coach on. I would say I'm right now, I'm like really trying to figure out um, what my next move is career wise. Okay. I was a teacher. I taught pre-K special ed for four years. And then I taught general ed for about four years. And then I had my two kids. Well, I had one kid and then went back and then I had my second kid and I've been off since um, he was born in 2018. And then, you know, the pandemic happened. So I did not want to go back to teaching at that point. And then also I get migraines and they're like stress related. And the classroom was very stressful. Um, as much as I loved it, it just, it gave me migraines. So it was really sad. Um, then this year I started, um, a swim school, um, and I'm a swim instructor and I run my own small business and I really love it. But unfortunately, Yay. um, it doesn't provide year round income, even in California, unfortunately. So, okay. so I'm trying to figure out what to do next. And I'm hoping we really love it here in California. We moved here in March, 2020 but it's so expensive. So I'm hoping I can find something like with great growth opportunities. So I could hope, so we can hopefully stay here. Okay. Okay. So I always love to start when it's like, I have no idea what I want to do <laughs> with the question of in your ideal world, if I was your fairy godmother, what job would you create for yourself? <laughs> So I, I do really love working with kids. I think ideally it would be like working in a one-on-one -on -one setting with them uh, or like small group instead of having, you know, 22 kids in one me. <laughs> okay. So a one-on-one -on -one setting. So I hear that like a tutoring kind of thing. Yeah, I, I did look into tutoring a little bit and, and it actually pays pretty well. But the problem is like just you know, if I would, if, if I were to start my own business, it would play, pay well. The problem is it's, you know, just the inconsistency of like finding clients and things like that, which I'm sure you have experienced as well. Yeah. It's <laughs> entrepreneurship point. for sure. Okay. So it sounds like you would love to do that. Mm -hmm. Meaning one-on-one -on -one tutoring, if you could have the consistency. Right. Okay. Yeah. But I think I could also be good at a lot of other things. But like you said, like dream world, that would be, it would be working with kids. Working with kids. So it goes back to working yeah. with kids, but not necessarily tutoring them. No, no. All I was saying was like, I could do a lot of other things, I guess. Like, it's funny because probably a lot of your clients are trying to get out of the business world and I'm like contemplating getting into it. And so I thought you might have some good advice about that. Like, <laughs> don't do it. Or, you know, if you find the right job, it could be great. Or I don't know. So, well, what I hear is you potentially starting your own business, which you've already done with the swim school. Right. That's different than going into right. corporate, but going into corporate is great too. I mean, you could go in and test the water of, do I love this tutoring thing and work for a company for a bit and see if you can establish 
you know, some of your needs that you're meeting there and, and maybe develop a big enough base to have consistency. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there anything that would stop you from taking the next step? Okay. So the other factor is that we live like, uh, out in the country. And so lots of driving, I think to get like a lot of clients or, you know, if I was able to line them up back to back, like that would be fine. You know, meet at the library or something. What about just working with them virtually? That's a good question. So my expertise, um, my, my degree is, um, from birth to third grade and I just find it so much more like impactful to be able to sit next to them. You know what I mean? Okay. So it sounds like you'd want to still stay in that age group of third grade and under. Yeah. I mean, I, I could, I could go higher, like maybe fifth grade. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I'm just going to kind of repeat back what I'm hearing. Okay. Just to confirm, you definitely still want to work with kids. You would want it in a one-on-one setting. Yes. Um, you want something that has consistent income and you would want to work with these kids in person. Okay. Okay. So, so the only thing that isn't 100% accurate there is I was trying, what I was trying to say that I'm not expressing well Mm -hmm. is I'm thinking about, I'm, I'm contemplating like 180ing and going into the corporate world for adults, like not with children. Okay. What's your motivation to do that? (laughs) Money. Okay. I'm just, I'm so tired of worrying about money because I decided to be a teacher and not worry about money. Here's (laughs) the deal though. As I say, like you can do whatever you want. Just love your reasons for it. Right. So if you go into corporate working for adults, do you love your reasons to make that choice? Well, when I think about like making a lot of money every year, it's like, I feel like (laughs) so much relief. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when Um, you say a lot, how much are you saying, are you meaning? Well, I'm thinking like, I would, I, I, I know because I don't have like, I'd be like probably entry level for a couple years, but I think I can move up quickly. Like I'm not expecting a lot right away. But I would love to make like a hundred thousand dollars a year at you know within a few years. Let me just throw something out there. Yeah. What if you could make a hundred K tutoring kids? <laughs> that would be awesome. That'd be really that be awesome. your ideal? Yeah. And I actually did look into tutoring recently because my sister um, is getting a reading tutor for her daughter and she does live in the most expensive place in the country and maybe the world in uh, the Bay area, mm-hmm. but the tutor is charging $150 an hour for reading tutoring, which I, and she like sent me all the stuff and I was like, I could totally do this. <laughs> and I love actually reading is my favorite. I love teaching reading. Okay. So <clears throat> she's showing you what's possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just did a little math. If you charge 150 an hour, which I won't. <laughs> but if you did, okay. okay. <laughs> so 150 an hour and say you work 20 hours a week, right? Would that be kind of where you would want to work ideally is 20 hours? I mean, yeah, that would be amazing. 
Okay. And then I did 52 weeks. So you'd make one, 156 a year. So you wouldn't even need to work 20 hours a week. 150 times fifth. Let's just say you work 15 hours. Say you work 48 weeks. You'd be at 108,000. Okay. So just showing you what's possible. Right. 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 I did actually put some like posts out there about possible tutoring on Facebook. And then I got a few responses. And then once I told them that I was going to charge $60 an hour, they stopped writing me back. Then they're not your ideal client. Okay. That's a good point. I mean, I'm a, I'm like your sister. I'm a parent who has invested in tutoring. And the whole time I kept thinking, why is this so cheap? Like I would pay so much more. I think I was paying like 40 or 60 an hour mm-hmm. because it was so valuable to me where I go and pay for coaching or therapy and it's hundreds of dollars an hour. It's like, yeah. why would I not pay for somebody who is yeah. an expert in this field? And that right. just goes back to you know, the conditioning we have in our society where we undervalue typically women-led professions, nursing, right. teaching, et cetera. Right. And so yeah. we have to be the change makers in mm-hmm. that and find the people who will honor that, right? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I do like, it stinks that, you know, I'm thinking, oh, there are some like really affluent areas where I am in um, California like an hour away, you know, and if mm-hmm. I could just like do that, then it would, it would work. I just, I, I, in the past I've worked at low income schools and I have a soft spot for that, but I think maybe putting myself and my family first would be okay for a little while at least. Well, here's the deal. Like you <laughs> could go out and you can go charge to the affluent families, the 150 or whatever you end up charging Right. And then you can have like what I do is kind of like a scholarship hybrid program where I have a certain amount of hours or resources that I give to people who don't have that. And so every year I'm like, okay, here are my people that are like, you know, I call them like my young guns. It's like they don't have the money, but I really want to help them out. And Mm -hmm. so then it's not I'm like bleeding out. I'm still getting what I need and I'm still giving back. That's perfect. Yeah. And yeah. I've looked into with, with the swim lessons, I've thought about like getting donations from the community and partnering with the boys and girls club and things like that. So that could work for tutoring as well. Totally. Totally. That's awesome. I love this. Thank you so much. Okay. So kind of just think- recap for me, like where you're at with what are your takeaways so far? I, I think my biggest takeaway is like, I have to give it time because like even with the swim school, I'm like giving up after like six months, you know, mm-hmm. let's see. I started it in like the end of May. So like, you know, and the tutoring, I gave it like a week or whatever and just like wanted it to be perfect in a week, you know, yeah. like, I have to give it time and build up the clients and do the driving in the meantime. And yeah, but just even to know that it's possible feels really good. Yeah. And that's where I wanted to end this is this is all in your beliefs. Mm -hmm. So there's an episode I did on the podcast a few months ago called like stages of belief or something. So where you were at in some of these thoughts about having your own tutoring and things of that sort was like, oh, that's impossible. 
And then as we coached, I heard the possibility coming in of like, Mm -hmm. well, my sister, da, 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 or this, da, 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 right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then you start feeling that possibility. And where you want to get is you do so much work around your beliefs daily. We call them mantras. So every day you're stating and repeating what it is that you want to believe. Like I make 150, I'm an hour and that's a total of over 100k per year and i love my job and people can't wait to pay me and blah blah blah, right so you say all those things so you want to say those over and over again until your brain is in this is probable like this is happening and then you're going to start to see the results from that yeah okay and then the other thing i need to work on as well which when you're saying this my mind just goes straight there is I am amazing. I people will want exactly. to pay me $150. Exactly. I know exactly what I'm doing. I can be the best tutor they've ever had or anyone's ever had, you know, like I my, I have I have some issues with confidence. So that too. totally. Well, and yeah. to reminding yourself of like I do enough to be charging 150 an hour right. because right that I can see like a lot of us healers or helpers in the world can be like, oh my gosh, well, I need to over deliver on this and give all of these things. And then we burn ourselves out again. Right. You know, and it's like, we just perpetuate the cycle with more money. So we've got to just take in of like, yep, I am more than enough. I do more than enough to make this money. Um, And just like you said earlier, it's like, you can't give up right away. And your work is to keep doing the beliefs every single day and repeating those every day, even on the hard days. And in time, you will reflect externally what you believe internally. Perfect. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I just want to ask one more thing before we get off. Where are you at with going into the corporate world now? (laughs) So I just want to tell you like the backstory, like the last maybe two or three weeks, I've been like applying to every single job I could find on Indeed and ZipRecruiter and nobody has gotten back to me except for scams. And I was feeling like really defeated. Like how am I, you know, in my late thirties and I got a master's degree and I tried to do everything right. And nobody will even hire me like for like half of the money that I want. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And like, I know I could be good at anything, but like, you know, to do something I love would be amazing. So yeah, I definitely am excited to not be applying to jobs in the corporate world all day, every day anymore. (laughs) It was really draining. It was really draining. Like just feeling like, like I'm not good at anything. Like nobody wants to hire me for anything. And that's where you got to go back to your belief plan. Right of like, everybody wants to hire me, right? And I know you don't want to go the corporate route now. But again, as I said earlier, do whatever you want, just love your reasons for it. Anytime you're making these choices, really sit down and be like, okay, what are my reasons here? Am I making this out of fear? And if it is, see what mindset shifts you need to make in order to get back to where you love. Right. Because otherwise, you're going to get in it, you're going to make the money and you're going to feel empty. Right. Which is exactly wanted to talk to you because I had a feeling like you would have a lot of experience with that side of things. <laughs> yeah. So I, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And just know too, this isn't going to be all rainbows and daisies, right? right. It's going to be like you showing hard up, work. doing the belief, even on the hard days when someone's like yeah. laughing at your prices, you get somebody who quits, you know, just you, this is where the belief has to come in to play and you stay the course. 
And again, you can make whatever choices you want along the way. Just love your reasons for it. Perfect. Thank okay. you so much, Lindsay. You're that so was like, welcome. I feel so much better. I, Good. yeah, yeah, I really appreciate it. You bet. All right. So that was my session with Lisa. I hope you had a lot of insights as you heard her getting coached. As I say often, you can learn as much from hearing others getting coached as you can yourself. Next up is Mariah. I teased her in the intro. Mariah is a coach as well. And you'll hear that she and I met many years ago, but it was actually the first time we'd ever talked, talked beyond just DMing each other on Instagram. And Mariah and I coached on where she wanted to go next in her career, a step in her education, and if she really wanted to take that step. And we dug deep into that. And you'll see that many times we think something is one thing. And then as we dig deeper, we're like, Ooh, okay, there's more to clean up here. And so we were able to clean up several of her fears about taking that next step. Um, so without further ado, here is my session with Mariah. All right. I have Miss Mariah here. Mariah and I, we were just talking before we hit record. We've known each other like six or seven years on Instagram. We've been Instagram buddies, but we've never talked. Like never talk, talked other than a couple DMs. So all I know about Mariah is obviously she's a coach, which we'll probably get into. I know you have two sons, one's adopted. How old mm -hmm. are they now, by the way? They are 18 and 15. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. crazy. Very um, crazy. Yeah. And I know you're Enneagram four. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's pretty much all I know about Mariah. Other than she used to do calligraphy. And that's mm. how I found you because I love the way that you wrote and I was really into calligraphy at the time. And then you happened to follow me and mm -hmm. got yeah I, think we, I, yeah, I think those early years we like, or days we inspired each other because yeah. I was wanting to take my stuff more in the life coaching route. And so you were probably the first life coach I started following on Instagram. Oh my and, gosh, um, that's so cool. Yeah. That's yeah. So cool. And then you introduced me one time you had a post about the, uh, 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 some life coaches you love to follow and Jody Moore was one of them. And mm -hmm. so I went and found her and, um, was blown away that she was a member of my faith and that she was also coaching moms. Cause at the time that's exactly what I wanted to do. <laughs> and so then through Jody, I was introduced to the life coach school and later got certified through them. So you just really set me on my path. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. I love Jenny Moore. I love her. Yes, she's great. Okay, Mariah, we've got like 30 minutes okay. to coach. What do you want to coach on? Oh, man. I think we're going to dive into this master's program that okay. I keep I keep um, going back and forth on whether I want to pursue. Okay. So what do you want to leave with today? I want to leave with clarity on whether I'm going to do it or not. Okay. All right. So first off, tell me about this master's program. Uh, it's called a master's in adult learning and leadership. Okay. Um, it's done through a, like a satellite program. So the physical classes would be really close, even though it's through a university, a major university further away from my house. Okay. When I read about it on their site, every little thing was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is, this is, 
this sounds exactly like what I, I love. It feels like it, it feels like embodies and includes so many of my passions. Like, I mean, I do love learning. I do love the idea of being a student again. I um, have always wanted to pursue more of a corporate training route, like take my coaching and do it more in the corporate setting. Okay. And so I feel like this would be a good avenue to pursue because of that. Like, uh, I feel like it would be a good segue into, into getting into that. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like you're really interested in this program. It sounds like it's a good fit for you. So what's mm -hmm. stopping you? Uh, what's stopping me? One, I've, I have some fears of pursuing it and then it doesn't, it doesn't put me in the position that I want to, okay. to do what's next. I don't want, I don't want to do it and then just kind of be kind of feel like I'm back to square one of like trying to create my own thing or so. Yeah. Okay. I know that. I know that sounds silly, but no, um, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I'm like, I just am imagining this imaginary person that's like going to put all the th things in place for me. And I just follow, you know, I just follow it and it's easy and all that. <laughs> yeah. ABC <laughs> equals one, two, three. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. This magical fairies is going to show up and be like, here's the dream job because you got this degree. It's yours. You know, mm -hmm. I also, I actually have, I actually have some concerns about my mind and my memory. Okay. I, it's not what it used to be. And so going into, going into a training and needing to retain information, it does, it actually does worry me a little bit. Like okay. I don't, I haven't been an official student like in a classroom since 1999. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've, I was certified in the life coach school, so that was, that kind of counts, but it wasn't, that was all online, right? Like I, I've never been like in an, a, a class, an official classroom setting, you know, as a, as a student for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. What else, what else is holding back? I, there's just like, I've done part of the application. I've requested my, my transcripts. I've done all that. And there's this, there's this last piece that I need to write out my objectives and my goals for the program. And I'm also supposed to explain my, my employment history and how this degree would set me up for what I want in the future. Mm -hmm. And that piece, I, I sit down to do it and it's like, my mind just goes blank. Mm -hmm. I it's everything else I've done. Everything else is easy. And I've done it's that it's that piece for some reason that I'm like, can't do, or it like. I, I have it on my to-do list, but I just, I, yeah, I just get frozen on that step for some reason. Why do you think that is? I think I'm devaluing what I've done. Mm. Like I don't, I don't value what, how, how, what I've done, or I see employment history and I think I haven't been officially employed for many, many years. Mm -hmm. I chose to stay at home for many years of my motherhood and then have done several different businesses on my own. And for some reason, I don't think I see that as like, quote unquote, employment. And so, yeah, do you want to shift that? Yeah, yeah, it would be, yeah. yeah, that would be huge. Yeah. Yeah, because if I think about the motherhood piece, of course, society is like, oh, that's not a quote unquote, real job in some circles, where it's totally a real job. Like you mm -hmm. could label it so many different things, like 
household manager. I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Coach of the future. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, true. and so I definitely think you could reframe that, Mariah, if you wanted to. So, yeah, what could you reframe it to that feels authentic to you? Mm. <laughs> My brain is coming up with something funny. Mm -hmm. um, manager of difficult humans. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth, though? <laughs> that is the 100 percent true <laughs> i mean that could be i feel like okay if we were to look at it like a resume you know you have your title and then you have these like bullet points underneath of manage difficult humans <laughs> from being birthed to you know whatever right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um manage the household of like managing this amount of money like there's totally all of these really quantifiable things that an employer would look at and be like, yeah, I want somebody mm -hmm. with these skills, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell me what, what you're, what are you thinking? What else am I thinking? Part of my brain is like, it's really not that big of a deal. You're just making it this huge deal. You really could just put anything. Mm-hmm. This isn't like, I'm not trying to get into Harvard here. Like it's not, mm -hmm. <laughs> I really don't think that they're, you know, I can frame it however I want it basically is what I'm saying. Yes. As long as I, as long as I make it sound good and I'm pretty sure I'll get into this program. It's not some competitive, super cutthroat thing. Yeah. So part of my brain is like, you're creating a lot of drama here that doesn't, doesn't need to be there exactly yeah okay so do you feel complete there with that piece not really no there's still there's still something there that like makes me think I like if I imagine myself sitting down now to do it I still don't feel that like complete 100% like yeah I can just whip it out and do it okay so what do you think you'd need to think to feel what I hear is like excited and motivated. Yes. Is that the feeling you're going for or feeling? When I talk about the program, I, I feel like I am excited and motivated. Yeah. But in regards to completing the application. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. where I get. Yeah. Mm, mm, I, there was something that just shifted. It's like, I need to get excited and motivated to talk about me. Ooh. Yeah. That's that. it. That's it. Like I feel, yeah, I, I always can tell when the shift comes, like I get a little emotional behind my eyes. Ooh. Yeah. 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 I think I've just been, I just downplay so much mm. and I dismiss so much of what I've done mm -hmm. that I think when I went to write about myself there was no excitement there mm. yeah okay so excitement to talk about yourself mm -hmm. do you feel like there's anything that needs to be cleared out of the way for you to feel that excitement mm. just uh, just in a, a a much bigger awareness that my brain is really directing to a lot of negative right now. Mm 
I mean, in a way, rightfully so. There's been some heavy, very traumatic things I've gone through lately. But it's like, it's like those heavy things have just tanked, tanked me, tanked me and everything. And so, so this awareness of like, yes, those things, I mean, acknowledging it and validating myself for the heavy and the hard, but also that doesn't mean that I dismiss everything, right? Like we don't just throw the baby out with bathwater. Like, and I think this is my Enneagram four coming through so strong too. (laughs) all the melodrama you know (laughs) and so it's just like putting my coaching hat on for myself Mm -hmm. and really separating out story and fact Mm -hmm. and really directing my brain to the good to the accomplishments I've I've created for I mean I've created a lot of programs I've run retreats I've I've coached many, many, many people. Mm-hmm. Why in the world am I not looking at that and allowing myself to translate into that, into being the best candidate for this program? Yeah. Oh, that's a big awareness right there. Mm-hmm. What comes to mind for me, Mariah, is you know, when we go through hard and heavy traumatic things, like you said, it can kind of weigh us down. And I feel like what would be great for you, and this is just a suggestion, take it or leave it, but every day doing something where you find that excitement again and Mm -hmm. and reflect on the accomplishments. Um, Something I did at one time when I was in this is I had like a success board and I had it above my computer. And so I'd look up and I'd be like, oh, yeah, remember when I planned that party or I had that client referral or, you know, testimonial, whatever. And it really helped shift my mind of like, look at all I've done. Mm -hmm. And so when my brain would go into that story, I would go back there. And two, it would be like, you know, when when we have that heaviness, lightening the load of like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that thing's really hard look at over here what's really nice and shiny and fun Mm -hmm. as I say that what comes up for you oh yeah that definitely resonates and it feel and it definitely feels like it would it would um restore some balance it's Mm -hmm. just I've been on the seesaw just like (laughs) completely completely on the negative hard heavy side for a while now yeah and haven't been haven't um just recently been like ready to shift it recently been ready to be like okay we're we we've we're done we've been in this heaviness too long it's time to consciously start making some changes so I can see that that would really help and it would be a direct line to just plugging those things into that statement s slash essay I need to write mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay so do you feel like you know where to go with that piece Mariah I do I do okay. yeah that feels really good okay so I want to go back to two of the fears that you said the mind and memory piece you're a little bit scared that you're gonna not have what it takes in essence to be a student again Mm -hmm. is there anything that you feel you can shift with that fear well I think what 
we just talked about actually will help in that regard too. Mm -hmm. My bandwidth has been really occupied. The majority of my bandwidth has been occupied with these hard, hard things. And so I think restoring some balance and bringing in some more enlightenment of, of the good and the, and the progress and the achievements and the success, I think will also help with that. Like it will release some of that bandwidth I've been just using to mourn. I, I lost my sister in, in August. Mm. Um, that's one of the big, big things that, um, and she, she was murdered. Um, oh my gosh, Maria. By, yeah. By her husband. Um, oh, oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's, it's huge. Yeah. So that's just, yeah. I think, like I said, my bandwidth has just been like maxed out Yeah. with these really hard traumatic things. So I think cultivating some hope mm-hmm. in that Again, I'm getting, I can feel the emotion coming up again. Yeah. Cultivating that hope that I can be restored. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Are you getting support though through this? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah. I mean, August. I mean, mm-hmm. that's fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I've been see- I've been um, going to therapy, and I found an amazing therapist. And then just yeah, my friends and people in my life have been very yeah, very stepped up and very, showed a lot of love and support. And um, oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're getting support there. You're processing that, which, my God, I, I think mm-hmm. we would all need to process for sure. Mm-hmm. Something I want to just offer you is I've been going through a harder season in my life too. And obviously when we're going through those hard things, our prefrontal cortex isn't as activated because our limbic system is feeling all the feels. Mm. And so memory can go out the door, right? Mm-hmm. And so I recently found this app. I want to share it with you. And it's been so helpful. Um, let me pull it up. It's called Elevate with one L, E-L-E-V-A-T-E. And every day you go on and you play brain games and it's about five to 10 minutes and they offer you a variety of different games that you play. Um, Some are on memory, math, speech, writing, and it starts you off, it tests you. And again, the test is pretty quick of where to start. And then every day Mm -hmm. you just increase your levels. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you're not able to increase, you stay at that level until you can get better. Mm -hmm. And I share this with you because as I said, part of that is memory. And like you, my memory's kind of been shot the past <laughs> few years. <laughs> and I think many of us can relate to that with COVID and all of the things, right? And so it's allowed me to grow my memory again and practice skills I'm not practicing because we mm. haven't been in like a school system where we're supposed to be, you know, kind of um, well-rounded, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's allowed me to see love like, oh yeah, I could do this stuff. Like all I need is just mm-hmm. a little practice and it comes back. Mm-hmm. So that can be really That's helpful. Awesome. Yeah. 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 I love that idea. I love that idea. And yeah, I also, I also think as you were talking, it just kind of hit me too. Like, yeah, of course, you know, 
I, I've read things that say when you're grieving, your memory isn't the same. Exactly. <laughs> and so just accrediting it to that and knowing it feels a lot better than just like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? What, what's happened to me? I used to, I used to be so much better or whatever. Right. Just giving it that, that name and acknowledging that also is very helpful. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think of it just like working out a muscle too. It's like, we've got to work out some of these things. And as we get older, we've got to work it out maybe a little bit more if we want to keep mm-hmm. what we used to have. And so that can be really true. Helpful. Yeah. True. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it sounds like you know where to go with that fear of like mm-hmm. showing yourself. Yep. Yeah, I can have memory again. It'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, It felt like, it felt like doomsday. Like it felt like, Oh, this is it. Like, this is the, you know, the decline is on its way and it will never be like what it was. Yeah. Yeah. This does give me a lot of hope that I can, I can do something about it. Totally. Well, it makes sense given our society, right. It's like old people, they don't remember things. And like, you just think, Oh, this is just the way it goes. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be that way. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. The other thing I want to talk about is your other fear. Um, you said, what if I pursue this and it doesn't, in essence, set you up for the success you want? Mm-hmm. But you kind of talked yourself out of it when you said it of like, oh, I'm expecting like these fairies to come <laughs> grant it for me. Right. Yeah. So right. is there anything else still there that you want to talk through? Yeah, it's like I want, it's like I want someone to say, you know, yeah, when you're done with this program, then you'll enter into the job portal and people will select you. <laughs> It's like, it's like, I want the guarantee ahead of time for some reason. And even it's funny too, cause I've had conversations with my husband about this and he's like, you love to learn, just go and pursue it just to learn it. He's like, why, why are you putting so much, you know, weight on what happens after? It's like, why don't you just go and do it just cause you love to do it, which he's so wise to say that. <laughs> Yeah, that's so kind too, because again, in our society, it's like, what's the ROI on everything? And sometimes right. the ROI is just enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's right. I mean, I do, I do, I've always loved to be a student. So it feels, it actually feels good to return to that part of me and return to something I once was really good at. That part of me like really likes the idea. So I think that that I think that's where I'm going to settle actually, like try not, try not to focus on the ROI, but try to focus on enjoying something that I know I was once and, and can be good at again. Yeah. Well, and remember too, you get to program in, in your mind, whatever you want to believe that this will create for you. Mm-hmm. So if you want to say something like this is the best investment ever, here's what this is opening up for me and maybe not make it so specific, but just like, I'm going to become a better human, a better coach. People are going to want me more because of whatever, you know? Yes. Yes. And I do, I do believe it will set me up for some new opportunities. I think it's the perfect, perfect thing to have under my belt to even consult with other coaches on creating programs that will be more effective that every, Mm -hmm. every student can learn in. Um, and then especially, and especially with my Enneagram experience as well, like combine those two, I feel like, I feel like that would be a, 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 just an awesome combination to really reach every kind of learner mm-hmm. and motivate adults. So, yeah. Yeah. When you said it that way, I was like, Ooh, I got excited. 
And I think, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you feel the same, Mariah, but I feel like in the coaching industry, you know, anyone can be a coach, right? And we're getting to a place where it's like, okay, well, who like really knows their stuff? Who's got a unique mm. spin? Who's like grounded and like, again, very educated. And I feel like this is going to set you apart in mm -hmm. a different way versus mm -hmm. among the masses, you know? Yes. My Enneagram four loves that statement. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It will, it will put me in a unique, a, a unique place to serve. I think yeah. that they, I, I will have a unique set of uh, things to offer. And, and uh, like you said, so many coaches now and even more, you know, coming up. And so they will need, they will need to find ways to set themselves apart. And that what I offer will do that very thing will help them create unique programs, help them reach people in ways that, you know, that are yeah unique to what they're teaching. So yeah, I agree. So yeah. really you can't lose. It's, it's only going to help you. Don't mm. you think? I like that thought. Yeah. I haven't thought of that thought yet. Yeah. I can't lose. Yeah, I can't. There's no like way this is only going to open up more possibilities for me is what I would think. Uh -huh. This is only going to be yeah. to my benefit. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think for me, the, the the key is to trust that it it might not be exactly what I'm imagining now, but it might even be something way better. Totally. Like because I get stuck, I think, on like. I have to know what that exact job is. I have to know exactly where I'll be employed or what my business will look like. Right. Like, I feel like that's what my brain is wanting right now, that certainty. But I think what will feel better is to just like, it will look like this or something better and just yes. let, it, let it be. Yes. yes. And what I hear in that too is trusting the journey. Yeah. And trusting. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. So you want a clarity if you mm -hmm. are going to pursue this or not. Where mm -hmm. are you with that now, Mariah? I'm ready. I ready. I feel more ready. Yeah. Than I have for sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anything else coming up for you? No, just actually a lot of excitement. Yay! <laughs> like, just a lot more of like, I can see beyond the step. I couldn't see beyond the step. It was like, okay. apply, you know, it was like this certain section of the application was just blah, like blogging, not blogging, like clogging. <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> um, clogging up my brain. Um, <laughs> see, I told you my <laughs> anyway, uh, I was clogging up that ability to just like see beyond. And now, now I can see like a vision beyond it. Beautiful. Yay. I'm it. so excited for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yay. Thanks Thank for being you. our guinea pig too on the podcast. Yeah, that was very helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So that was my session with Mariah. I hope you saw how she was able to make faster insights and able to take what I consider quicker action because she's somebody who gets coached more often. Um, so it's pretty cool because as you get coached, you will start to make faster shifts and be able to take action even faster because you don't have as much to clean up. All right. Even Mariah, who is going through a very hard season in her life, she shared vulnerably about her sister's murder 
which, oh man, hand over heart moment, right? So hard to go through trauma of that. And yet she's still able to take action because she has been getting coached for many years and then now has added in a therapist for the first time to help her get through the season of trauma in her life. And so that's a beautiful combination to that, you know, you have your therapist typically to help you heal things. Um, and then your coach can help you take some of that deeper healing that you've done and then get into action with it. Now, of course, each coach and therapist does their own thing. Those are just generalizations, but, um, yeah, it was really cool to see, I think the difference, um, with Mariah and somebody who's been getting coached for a long time. All right. So that's all my coaching examples. I hope you enjoyed these special episodes of the show next week. We'll be back to doing some solo episodes and um, I can't wait to see you then. All right. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning into the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast. If you haven't left a review for the show yet, what are you waiting for? Your reviews give us the feedback and momentum we need to continue to produce this incredible free content for you. Plus, when you leave a review for the show, you get a copy of my book for free. Simply take a picture of your review and submit it to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-E-Preston.com forward slash one zero zero. And you'll receive a digital copy of my wisdom from the first hundred episodes book. This book is a study guide for life. Enjoy. And of course, share this show with your friends. I believe every woman can create a deeply fulfilling life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. The more you help others succeed, the more you help yourself. So share, share, share this show. And I'll see you soon and your friends back on the show next week for another eye-opening episode. Until then, keep rocking it.